So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Hello. Um, also, I just realized that I'm wearing like green in my background. It's like green. Yeah, you're like blending so, in. So I'm, like, I'm not I'm like blending, blending in. in. I'm screwed. Oh, oh, look at me. But but yeah, we are here to uh, recap The Last of Us. Um, you missed us last week because we decided it would be best to combine these two episodes. So this is episode four, which is Hold My Hand, and episode five, which is... Um, survive and endure i think i got that right but before we get into that courtney how's it going don't ask me that ron knows how i'm, how I'm doing i can't say <laughs> it's been a it's been an interesting day to say the least but um, i'm just don't ever say it could get worse yeah because it does and all i will say is i think gray's anatomy and house md are documentaries <laughs> that's all i'll say well, well, let's focus on like some happy stuff. Let's talk about The Last of Us. Which... <laughs> We're so messed up. <laughs> yeah, which is like just the most heartwarming show on television right now. Like it's really like number one, Ted Lasso. Number two, The Last of Us. Which I've been watching, by the way, because I got three months of free Apple TV. Oh, yes. Like. It's very the good. Bu- the, the bullying was delayed, but it happened. I'm glad you you have joined the party. Watch watch Severance too. Quick. I forgot what you know what? I bought an iPhone. So they're like three. And I was like, what yeah. what do I watch in three months? Yeah. Severance can slide that in there. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, so episode four, um, which was um a, a bit of a detour, um, but mm-hmm. I, I think it really sets up some things like as far as like the content of the episode, I found this episode to be like much lighter and funnier than any of the other episodes that you can kind of feel like Joel and Ellie kind of like connecting more in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very true to the game episode. Right. Um, like we mean funny because there's a lot of moments where, so Ellie finds this book of puns. Um, uh-huh. And they're very funny. And what's really endearing about it is that in the game, Ellie finds that same book, but like intermittently throughout the game, she'll just like read. And they're really funny. So like in a game that's like horrifying, it's it's great. So like Joel's like this like really tough guy. And then she finally tries to tell enough jokes. What's the one that finally breaks him? Because it actually is kind of funny. I I think it's... Is it the one about the scarecrow? Like, why did the scarecrow win win a prize? Because he was outstanding in his field. No, oh no, no, no! It's the diarrhea one. Oh yeah, it's the diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how it goes. I just know I'm like that one. I was, I was the same. I was like, okay, that's actually really funny. Yeah, that's actually funny. <laughs> but yeah, but you um, like need those. Like, I think. Sorry, I just think like again something they do so well which is find ways to cut tension in moments. It's not like weird. Like, you know how like Marvel, like Marvel used to kind of do it well, but now it's like kind of like, okay, that's just corny. It doesn't fit in. Um, they, they found a way to do it, which is, is something that's organic to the material, which is a character reading pun jokes, pun puns from a book. It feels organic. 
Yeah, because we we have to remember, like, even in this like very apocalyptic time, like people, like like even if like there's like nothing to laugh about, like people want a reason to laugh, like it makes you feel human. So, like, she's it's a child. Really, she's gonna. Yeah. Pun. I had a pun book when I was a child, and I was getting my my dad's last damn nerve. I understand. So yeah, it, I, I definitely like. Yeah, I could definitely see like the layers of like Joel peeling back with like each joke. Like she was like wearing him down, where he was like, no, "All right, yeah, funny. this is this is funny." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because he like started to laugh. He's like, "That's so fucking I'm stupid." Find out which one it is? Yeah, because it actually yeah, look, is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, look that up. I I, I can't because yeah, I don't want to get it it's wrong. It's so funny. Okay, no, no, yeah. All I had to do was see like one other word. Um, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? Because it runs because in it your runs jeans. In the it runs in your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm sorry. That's so funny. I'm so sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he was laughing just like that. He's like, "That's stupid." He finally broke. That's, yeah, that's stupid. And then the small details, like we see, I think like Joel's like completely deaf in his, I think his right ear. Yeah, which is also another great touch because um he's he's deaf because um that's like the side where he shoots from. So over time, like this, he he's like progressively gone deaf in that air. Nice little touch to to add mm-hmm. that. And yeah, because that's the thing with combat veterans. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like a nice touch of realism. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And of course, you know, like he. All its and purposes, he has fought in two wars because, like you know, he did Wasn't some he things. Desert Storm or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and now he's and, yeah. And now he's in the shit. Yeah. So he he's done some things. So so yeah, which which has definitely taken a toll on him. Um, I I kind of want to just fast forward, like so because for not a whole lot like um we we do get to meet um kathleen so so yeah i guess we could like get into kathleen well we could say how we got there which is basically what we saw in the trailer of he's not really injured and she's like how did you know and he's Mm -hmm. not injured it's it's a scheme um so i do think it's important to add context now um because we're assuming you saw the episode that like this group of people is like i think like this week or the week before overthrew Fedra. Right. And um right. is this a, this is in Missouri? Yeah, this is Kansas City. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> I I'm trying not to make a barbecue joke. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> I'm not trying a, my best. Not a whole lot to really say about Kansas City, especially after last night. Let me tell you, I don't have a lot to say about Kansas City after last night. But anyway, yeah. Ron's like, <laughs> I'm glad it happened to them. They can't deserve think, this. Can't think of a better city where this should have happened than Kansas City. Yeah, I hope like the I hope like Arrowhead Stadium is like burnt so crisp right now. <laughs> like um, I hope I hope it's like no longer standing. I hope it's like in ruins right now. Like I hope like because by now there's like definitely well no well no Pat Mahomes definitely wouldn't have happened. So in this in this universe yes, there wouldn't have been no Pat Mahomes. Happened. Yeah, there would not have been a Pat Mahomes. So yeah, if you give me the choice of like watching last night's game and living in like this universe where Pat Mahomes doesn't happen, I'm taking this one. I'm sorry. 
Because what year was he born? He just would have been like a kindergartner. Yeah, he's 27. So, you know, the math is a math thing right now. So, yeah. I was born in okay, 88, no, so 95. Yeah, he's a little bit older than Jalen Hurts then. Because isn't yeah, Jalen yeah. like 98? Yeah. Who played fantastically, by the way. Just He played awesome. Like, now, now that's a guy that can survive the zombie apocalypse. I'll tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, let's get back into peaceful. He's somewhere peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool under pressure, that guy. Um, but yeah, let's let's get back into um Kathleen and this um Kansas City. For for for, for the listeners hilarious. out there, just... air, air quotes. So yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I've got an air quote for the listeners out there. This resistance group. Um so so Sovereign yeah, they Exactly. Sovereign citizens. Yeah. They will not sign that medical release form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they overthrew, um, they overthrew Fedra, which isn't like, very like recently. Yeah. Like very still, recently. Like, collaborators alive. We see that mm-hmm. in the second part. Yeah. Why don't you, I mean, mixing um, for, for context, this episode and, and the next one, like, why don't you go into what the collaborators are? Um, like, what do you like? They're so the collaborator is someone you basically, um, were like a normal person, but you work with Fedra in some way against the resistance. But it's not just because, like, you did it just because you wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. we'll see, it's like for medicines, for safety, for food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something we need to keep in mind. It's like not people, you know, doing it just to do it. Um, they worked against the resistance in some way. And it's like yeah, a big, so, like being a collaborator is like a really bad thing in this world. Like people look down on you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like a really messed up situation because, like, of course, like Fedra is like weaponizing the conditions against people. So, for instance, like if like you have a kid and a kid needs like you know insulin, like where are you going to get it from, Fedra? Okay, Fedra's if you get it from place. Fedra, then you have to give up some information. So it's like using like the the, the needs of people against them and this resistance group, like they don't have like time for it at all. Like they don't care what the reason is. They just Let's see you talk as a like, little bit about the resistance group. There is a certain population lacking amongst the resistance group. What are they lacking? <laughs> there, I just, they're lacking children. Well, one, I just realized it's like a like, uh, yeah. Kansas city, um, uh-huh. that they're lacking children. Um, uh-huh. why are they lacking children? They kill them. Yeah. Because uh, they're survival of the fittest. If you can't hold your own, they kill you. Yeah, which is like messed up on like several different levels. Um, so um, it's like one of those things. It's like we kind of see how unhinged Kathleen is. Um, yeah, which I want to talk about because yeah. um, Melanie it's- Linsky like is mm-hmm. like getting a lot of grief for this but in my opinion it is perfect because i did great like, are you joking yeah yeah because because they're like oh this is You're not sure the leader of <laughs> yeah i'm like disintegrated right now it's like the snap but like but like <laughs> people are like so good. <laughs> <laughs> i don't feel so good mr stark but no uh <laughs> People are saying that she there's no way she could lead a resistance, but in my mind, like in in like 2003, like Kathleen was like a soccer mom. Kathleen was like a Karen, and now she's like 
like because the way she's playing this role is like the she's playing this role is like the the most unlikely person to be the leader of a resistance. You gotta but be the, the right kind of unhinged. Exactly. And, and so so she's the she's the she's the mom who would get mad that you know like that someone she would broke. get you fired from your source yeah. of income because you didn't talk in the right tone to her child. Ex- exactly. And that's honestly the kind of person you need. Um the connection I make is um and then she's also not a great leader that we're seeing now, like, know, she's or, like in running things, but that's like a historical thing. Like you look at tons of people that were conquerors that were terrible at running just a group of people. Mm-hmm. So, and she's one of those people. Like it takes one kind of person, not to get philosophical, it takes one kind of person to just be able to like overthrow something. It's a whole different kind of person to effectively run it. And yeah. you're seeing that in this resistance group. Yeah, because it's funny. Her like ineptitude is like her own undoing. It, it comes back to bite him in the ass, and we'll get to that. We will get to that because I was like, hmm, those things. Oh, Perry, the turn. voice actor for him is the voice actor for Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, nice little touch there. Yeah. Like, so, oh. so Perry, who is her like um, her right hand man, and or her brother's right hand man. Her, yeah, brother's right hand man, and presumably, you know, something else. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, he that's the voice actor for um, Tommy in the show. Um, he reached out to Neil Druckmann and was like, "Hey, congrats on the show!" And Neil Druckmann was like, "I have a role for you." So yeah, they put him in the show. So shout out to him. So um, this episode ends with, of course, like they they basically laugh themselves to sleep. Them being Ellie. And Joel, and then very wholesome moment. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome moment, and then that's when I was like, "It's not going to end well." And <laughs> they are, um, yeah, they get met with um, guns in their faces. Um, Elias, like, "Hey, Joel, like, just be cool." And um, they have guns pointed at them. And now we will transfer and, excuse me, we will go into episode five, which is once again. Oh, we should mention that Joel killed Kathleen's son. Oh yeah, but um, it wasn't. It was because his son was playing games, not giving mercy, and then Ellie. How did she get that gun? She took it from Bill. Yeah, she took um, it from Bill. Bill. Um, she actually saves Joel, and he's like, "Fine, I'll show you how to use the gun." Because obviously, yeah. I can't do this on my own. And I think Joel's like starting to realize he's getting old. Um. Yeah, yeah, because like that got a lot. Joel was getting work there. Mm-hmm. But. She, he stabs him, and that's when Kathleen goes full unhinged because she was already unhinged because certain character turned her brother into Fedra. We'll get into that later, but she goes super unhinged and starts going on this revenge mission at the cost of the whole community. Because even her little man is like, you know, it's just a couple people. Shouldn't we be focusing yeah. on something else? Yeah, like put all our resources into tracking down two people. Okay, I will do it if you say so. But yeah, they wake up. Um, it is it's Sam. Sam's the younger one, right? Yeah, yeah. Harry's the older, Ray's brother. The older yeah. brother. But it's almost like a father son. Right, right. They tracked them, basically revealed that they tracked him there. We get Henry's point of view of Joel shooting everyone out. He comes up with the plan. He's like, ah, oh, we can 
he's the muscle we need. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, it wasn't by accident. It, they, they very much tracked them there. Yeah, because they, um, because Harry's a collaborator, but he, um, we'll find out why. Yeah. And he, he, because even Joel's like, I don't know if I want to work with you. Dirty yeah. And, and yeah, you could you could tell that um like while he he might have a plan to like get out the city like like you said he doesn't necessarily have the muscle and it's um you know he's, he's never killed tracked, a person never killed a person is pretty dangerous so once he sees like Joel and Ellie like handling themselves he's like this is perfect this is exactly like who we need and and like most like plans that sound too good to be true Joel is like why do you need us and like Henry is like well. We need you to clear the path. Like I think he says, I'll show you the path. I need you to clear it. So that's why he tries to like bring Joel on board. And they try to talk about going underground, and this is an important detail. Fedra in Kansas City had forced all of the infected underground. So this is very important. <laughs> is, but if Fedra soldier told me it was um empty, they were, you know, gone, but which Joel knows like, uh uh-uh, uh, they they like uh, cold in damp and dark places. Because then he was like, well, how long ago was this? And he was like, oh, yeah, like two or three years ago. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, this episode gets tough because, like, once again, like, it, 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 it shows you that the moments where you, like, you make connections are so short-lived in this world. So, um, and we, guys, we get, this is pivotal for Ellie. Mm-hmm. We we get some we get some really good moments between um, Ellie and Sam. Sam, who is deaf, also um, thanks for for you know saying um, that you know played by a deaf actor, which is which is important. Um, but yeah, um, you know they make a really great connection, and I think Ellie, There's like even kids. though yeah, even though Ellie's like fourteen. And Sam was like, like eight, nine, yeah, like eight. nine. Or, yeah, they, they, I feel like, like it's, it's like one of those things like you hardly ever see another child. Right. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like, and they still the have like a common bond. It's more of like, oh, he might have a crush on her. Yeah. I think I like this childlike innocence better mm-hmm. than a crush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it definitely. Ellie doesn't play for that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it definitely, it definitely plays better on screen the way they portrayed it this time around. Like it's just like they have they connect over comic books, and you know they they just want to like play and hang out and do things that kids do, which they aren't allowed to do because that's stripped away from them in this world. So we get a cute moment in like the underground area where there used to be an underground community. I'm assuming before they push the infected down there. Um, and they're like in a kid's play area and playing soccer, which is just a cute moment. And we get like another, um, Mm -hmm. point back to the game of ish, which is a character in the game where if you read notes, um, you, and it's based off of, I think I forget the novel and a character named Ishmael in Mm -hmm. in a post-apocalyptic world. But anyway, um, there's like a drawing alluding to this guy. So that was really nice. Uh Yeah. So, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> we just we just gotta get to the hard part. There's things that happen. Yeah. Things start to not go their way. Yeah, I was gonna focus on um before we get there. I want to focus on Harry and Joel too because I think mm-hmm. I think 
Joel know like when he when he um sees Harry, he's like, okay, I'm I I I see why people do this thing, and they don't you know see people as cargo and they transport them and you know care for them like as a as a human being. It's almost the brothers, but it's like a father daughter thing, and um, even um. Henry was like, I can tell you were somebody's dad at some point. Like you're just, you're not protective like that for no reason. Right. Right. You were somebody's dad. Right. So I think right. that kind of reminded Joel to like almost to his more, his humanity that mm-hmm. probably isn't there as much anymore. But yeah. Speaking of humanity, I feel like we, we have to ask this like very philosophical question. So Henry's predicament, which, which we kind of alluded yeah, let's, to. Let's talk about why he's a collaborator. Yeah. So, um, Sam was um dealing with leukemia. That was there was medicine that could possibly help. Fedra, yeah. Fedra had the medicine. There's only one way to get the medicine, which so is you talking know, about um what's her Kathleen's brother, who mm-hmm. used to be the leader. Um Henry gives up. Yeah, he um, gave him up. And I guess, do we want to talk about our feelings about that now? Because there's a lot of controversy about this. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we can get into it now because um, Henry says, like, I'm a bad person. I did a bad thing. And I have to say, like, so in this in this world where, like, basically the the, the list of things that you care about, like, they they drastically like dwindle down to like maybe one or two things. Like you have to do what you like can do to survive and care about like those one or two things that you care about. So with that being said, with that context, like I think anyone in Harry's situation would have done the same thing. Unfortunately, it's that push that leads to the resistance just going right and right. And- not even just like overthrowing, but being cruel. Like there's that better mm-hmm. soldier has like 15 knife wounds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a little bit of over, like literally overkill, don't you think? Yes, literally and figuratively. But but my thing with the resistance and why I think Harry shouldn't feel bad is like, like most like, <laughs> <laughs> like most resistive efforts. Like if it's not this, it's going to be that. Something would have pushed Kathleen would have done it for her brother. Is, is exactly. My exactly. She would have. Like, like if, if if her brother came between like her and this resistance, she would have given up her own. I mean, just brother, like how so. she's like throwing the community to the dirt for this revenge. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're a bad person. There's like a lot of people that were like the perfect leftists were like, you know, you do besides they oh. weren't even clearly it's they're not that great themselves. Right. The people are hungry. We see the demise of the community and we'll get into that. It's just almost poetic. Yeah. So once again, like I think I think I think most people in Harry's situation would have done the same thing. Like if you if you have it if you have a shot to save your little brother, you you do it. Like no questions asked. And Kathleen calls this fucking with fate. I'm just like, fuck you, lady. Yeah. Then wasn't then are you like the thing is aren't you fucking with fate? Right, because um Dave brings up a very salient point. Like, you know, 
she can't see that Henry wants to save his brother, but now she's on a revenge tour because her brother was like it's a good juxtaposition. Like you don't see like <laughs> you, don't, you don't see the parallels here. Mm-hmm. No, and I think like I don't think it's as detailed in the game. I just I really appreciate the narrative parallels here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, um, they, yeah. They they made it very like intentional to like create like a mirror image of the situation to say like okay, th- these are like the two extreme poles of like this like moral situation. Like, which side do people fall on if things go? Because yeah, Henry Joel like same predicament, but also Henry Kathleen same predicament, and it shows like how people can like basically go through the same situation but have a totally different reaction or interpretation of it. So yeah, that that was a, a nice touch added to this episode. Do we want to get to the chaos? Let's get to it. Yes. So I will want I just want to say this is probably to me like one of the best replicated straight from the game scenes I've ever seen. Is yes. in the game. Um I guess let's just go ahead and get to it. So basically they're in an open area or sniper so uh in the game you go to joel where you have to like sneak your way in and take out the sniper and in the game there is uh it's not quite a tank but it's like a military hummer um in the game that person is holding a like a um, i guess a molotov or a grenade you shoot that it crashes into a house Uh um I think in the show, I think it crashes into the house, but we don't know why. And it looks like it's it for um, Henry and Sam and Ellie. And Henry's like, can you at least just let the kids go? And she's like, no, we will no. not let the kids go. And it's just like super fun. But um, remember, the this there's explosion happened to this house. And earlier in the episode, Perry was like, shouldn't we like take care of like the issues in the road? And, because that's what Fedra, like that's one thing they did actually do. And remember what's underground. So all of a sudden there's a sinkhole. And guess what comes out? Yeah, like the f- all the infected, like hundreds. And this also happens in the game. And the mission is like you have to like sniper. You have to protect your party. And basically we get almost like shot for shot of Joel doing the same thing, and it works. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's many instances of like again you get the game point of view just like that where it's like a mission and it works so well like from the camera angle because like he really captures the chaos to me uh, of it all. Yeah, one one quick note I want to add here is like how the the TV show perfectly translates like the logic of like how you acquire like new items in video games because Joel like kills the sniper. Then you see, he picks up the sniper rifle and it's now his gun. So like, you know, in the game, you might stumble upon an item you add it to like the cache it's of like your, your items yeah. and it's yours. Yeah. So that's how they're it's doing it. Perfect. In the show. And then like, you even see them yeah. like picking up items and stuff. And like, that's their right. item. Now it's stuff like that. It's like, right. It makes sense. It's like, they make it organic. Mm-hmm. But it just like in the game plot, like that's the only way logically that they probably were going to get out of that is the infected. And they take everybody out. And then what do we get? What do we get to see? Crawling out of that hole. Yeah, that was so crazy. Badass. To see that. 
Yeah. And it was practical. It was a human being. It was not, it just yeah. people need to see, like CGI is not, not bad, but you don't need it for everything. Like the practical, the fact that all of that was now, not all of the infected were there, but like, I think it's like a duplicate of different people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you can't just, uh, cause I watched the after the show and they said like, you, they just, these, they put these extras in a boot camp for two weeks. To learn yeah, so, how they so they do. could get the movements down, yeah. It's perfect. Like this is genius to me. Yeah, because I I I put it in the group. I also want to make note of it now. When Ellie climbed in a truck and the clicker climbed into the, the truck child. after her, there's the a clicker, clicker child, and like that's an actual child. Yeah, climbed into the, the truck with her. I was like, nah, mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. Like these zombies are smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, we got to remember that clicker child. She's important. So a lot happens. And it looks like um, Joel and Henry and Sam and Ellie get out. But then Kathleen shows up. And again, like, even though her whole community is just gone. Now, oh, yeah. By the way, the bloater. Yeah. Amazing. Even has like the spore pods. Does literally the kill scene and rips Perry's rips, yeah. jaw. And I'm just like... Mm-hmm. I have to rewind because I'm like they did not just do. Yeah, because in, in the in the in the game, like if a bloater gets a hold, so yeah, it it yeah, it, it like rips your skull like yeah. that because like it can't really bite you because it's so big. Mm-hmm. But um, beautifully done. Apparently, that was like a strongman. That's like because you got to get someone that's like really strong to be able to go in that suit because apparently it's like hundreds of pounds. Oh damn! It took yeah. over an hour to get into, but beautiful work. But anyway, we get to, um, it looks like they're going to finally get out. And Kathleen is still not willing to let them go. I think it's just a principle at this point. And then from behind her, this, this little clicker child just like leaps out of uh-huh. like a spider monkey and just rips her face into shreds, which I think is ironic considering because she gave this whole spiel to Henry. It's like, you know, you fucked with Faye. Um, yeah. Kids die. Uh-huh. But. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, got killed. Yeah, and like then, even even at that point, she could have just said like, "Hey, like all the all all of the affected climb out of the ground. We'll deal with this later. Let's put the beef on the shelf and let's just get the hell out of here." She's still devoted to like revenge, which is her she downfall. She saw the clicker girl and was like, not even bothered. She like went back, looked back. Right, right. She turned her back to the child. I'm like, she's crazy. Got what she deserved. Mm-hmm, definitely. And this is where we take a tragic turn. They get mm-hmm. to like some abandoned motel. Mm-hmm. And, and Sam and Ellie are bonding. I think, what is it, like an etch a sketch thing? Yes, yeah, they're writing notes yeah. back and forth. And Sam writes this note that's like, if you become a monster, is it still you inside? Which is straight from the game. And, and that's how you know. But they made it worse because in the game, Sam doesn't doesn't even disclose the bite. But you show the bite on the ankle and it looks like it's already gotten worse. And if you remember from the game or from the um, earlier in the show, how many hours do you have if you have a bite on the ankle? About 24. Yeah. yeah. 12 to 24. And it looks like it's already been a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So Ellie already kind of believes in this, that she might be the vaccine. And again, like, federal schools are not the same as ours, and even then you're not going to know about 
she's on to something, but she just like takes her blood. She's like, my blood is medicine and like presses it on his. Um, and she believes it, it, he's not going to turn. And then he told her to stay awake. Well, you know, while he still has his humanity and unfortunately she falls asleep and wakes up and he's um, and attacks Ellie. And you want to go on what happens when um, Henry, I'm going to make you go over this part. Thank you. Yeah, so kind welcome. of you. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they, so yeah, Sam, like basically like, crashes through the door with Ellie. Um, naturally, Joel is about to pick up the gun, but but Henry like gets the gun from Joel because I, I feel like he he says like it well he doesn't say it but but his actions say it like he he kind of feels like I have to be the one to do this like I I don't want to do it like but it's, it's Risha's point so I have to be the one to do it because like there's no like gentle way to put someone down but i I feel like if if he's the one doing it he's like okay like yeah it is also a heat of the moment thing because clearly right sam was gonna kill ellie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah then he shoots him i I think it wasn't even much thought i think it was in the heat of the moment Mm -hmm. um i really do and then he realizes like the blood starts to pool and Mm -hmm. I like the change because in the game they, he blamed it on Joel, which is like but in this game he's like, what did I do? What did I do? And fortunately he shoots himself. I'm really glad they didn't put it on screen because a lot of shows are really bad about unnecessary like Yeah, it didn't was, need to be clear. on screen. Yeah. It was the point was clear. It was really horrifying. I think for Joel that loss, but I think Ellie, like that was deep and she blames herself a lot. Um, because on the extra sketch when they bury them and I'm glad they show them burying them she uh, puts I'm sorry so I think Mm -hmm. this was clever to have this change because I think it shows a seed of doubt in her mind yeah I was going to say thank you for mentioning that Joel saw it too so I'm thinking Mm -hmm. he figured Mm -hmm. so for things that happen later on it justifies in Joel's mind yeah, I was just going to say it's all... We don't know. We don't know if she's an actual effective vaccine or she's yeah. just fortunate. Yeah, I was going to say, um, not only does it um, sow seeds of doubt, like as far as like how they they feel about navigating this world, I almost feel like it's like a role reversal because you see like Ellie, like very much lunches, walk away. But you can see Joel mm-hmm. is the one really affected. He's like, we this. should talk about this. And she's like, no, we're moving yeah. on. And she's like, nah, we got to move on. So it's almost like a role reversal now. Like, so I feel like Joel is going to be the one like yearning for like, you know, a human interaction and contact. And then Ellie is going to be hardened by this like situation because yeah, like she made a connection and it was like instantly ripped she away blames from her. Herself. Yeah. She blames herself and she's starting to learn that, you know, like relationships don't last long in this world. And she also said earlier in the episode, she's afraid of eventually like being alone, which, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah. That's like, fi- yeah. That's like very far future. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like way in the future, but, but yeah, I do think that was like a very nice touch. So as usual, like all of the little changes mm-hmm. that are made, that are, they are made. Like, better. Yeah. But, for the better with the intention of like 
making like okay how can we make the video game make sense as a tv show so every change so far has like worked mm-hmm. and i will say just to give like some credit this is like a very narrative based video game mm-hmm. so it makes sense because again mm-hmm. you know Drugman, who's behind both knows what he's doing he's a wonderful storyteller um i so uh, did you watch the trailer yes so this is what I'm thinking. That's a huge time jump. Because because when I saw the trailer, I was like, I was like, oh. But I don't think it's what it is. But also because remember a couple episodes ago we saw hints of um, Riley, and that didn't happen yet. Okay. So I'm yeah. wondering, but there is a point of where something happens, and this is a spoiler for the game, but not the show. Something happens in the game, and you can't send. Because I think Joel's intent was just to leave Ellie with Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I think something happens where he can't do that. And he still has to continue on. I think they... Where do they end up in in the game? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Because it's not quite the West. Still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because uh, I think they're like... They almost... They, I, I, feel I like think they, they go down. Like, yeah. I feel like they almost go closer to Colorado for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Colorado. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like this is like Wyoming or something, but it might be. Mm-hmm. That would make that sense. Area. But Wyoming yeah. is where. Yeah, that makes sense. Wyoming's where Tommy is. Yeah, yeah. So it would make sense because I'm sure, just like in current day, in this game, that there's really not much in that stretch. No offense. There's yeah, really like, not much there. Considering that there are areas like in that state that are like uninhabitable, uninhabitable, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably the safest. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna freeze your ass off, but I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the safest places to go. Yeah, you, all like, the rural people won. Like, 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 think about it. Like, no infected would probably want to come to like Wyoming. They probably couldn't survive there. So, yeah, you're perfect. Negative eighty degrees. Who cares? You, they probably no don't even know that the exist. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as being in Boston. No, 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 no. Or or Kansas City. <laughs> it is now basically just done for. Yeah. There. Was that cathartic for you? Very much so. Because this originally was going to be in Pittsburgh. And... It was going to be in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And now it's in Kansas City. <laughs> the parallels are a little bit. Yeah. You know what little, didn't get overrun by in fact, you know what who didn't get overrun? Philadelphia. So I mean it could be thriving. Philadelphia, you know what we're gonna say because there's no proof to the contrary. Philadelphia is thriving. Yeah. Like the like Rocky it, statue is still intact. Because in this universe. Andy Reid never leaves the Philadelphia Eagles. And they're like, they're like, they're like a one team NFL and they're just like scrimmaging against each other and they're winning the Super Bowl every year. year. They're the champion every single year. Philadelphia is thriving. Yes. And Fedra's not there, but like the people that are running it are sane. Like, like Allen Iverson is still cool. Like he's still with the Sixers and he's still playing. Yeah, the sports fans there are not in any kind of pain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not a not at all. They like jump through tables like with without shirts on. So like zombie apocalypse is nothing for them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, if I had to take like Philadelphians versus the infected, I would take Philadelphians. Honestly, yeah. Like, I believe in them. Like, like when the Eagles won the NFC Championship, like they were on top of the bus stop. Like one guy fell through, and then he just got up and like just walked off into the night. Like they're fine. They're fine. They're probably all they're immune, fine. just like Ellie. Because <laughs> yes. their their like blood cells are probably like actually. Uh huh. And there's only like native Philadelphians. Like you have to have that that native Philadelphia blood to be immune to it. Like if you're like a transplant, it doesn't apply to you. I still want to know what like happens in the southern cities. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 how's like how's like mobile doing right now? Yeah. What if it's like the same? Because I mean it's mobile. Yeah, it's mobile. Yeah. And they say, oh, let's not go there. (laughs) Imagine like and you're like, like if they're like, <laughs> imagine like Kasia infected. <laughs> and then like, no, you know how to get like an immobile infected not to bite you is be like, okay, where did Mardi Gras start? And they just start going on a rant. Right. And you and can then just walk they just away. go on a rant. Yeah. And you walk away. And then you're like, you're like, wow, like Fat Tuesday in New Orleans is so fun. And then the infected just stops like, whoa, 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 whoa. We created this. Like I want we were the first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. Like I need like a key and uh, key and peel uh, yeah. sketch of of this. Like like Joel and Ellie are like mixing bowls of like light brown roux and just putting them outside so the zombie can see it. Like whoa, who made this? And like they just freak out when they see like this light brown roux. Like whoa, this isn't even like how it's supposed to be like who made this i want to talk to you yeah like that's what you gotta do or like especially in the south just like carrying around like a new york trade barbecue yeah they don't want to get anywhere near you like the infected are like going inside of like soul food restaurants to get a like glass of tea they take a sip it's unsweet and then they're like whoa like i don't want this (laughs) what what is going on right now just like douse yourself in unsweet tea. Yeah, just you'll be safe. It's like spray. Oh yeah. my god! So maybe the South survived. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just need to see this in the sketch. That's all. I feel like I need to see it. Yes. But but yeah, I think um, I think we'll end the recap here. Um, shout out! Great to- episodes. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Even if you're in, in Kansas City or Mobile, thank you for, for listening. Um, Boston, we don't want you listening. Yeah, not Boston, though. Sorry. Um, shout out to, you know, shout out to Jalen Hurts. Um, hope he's doing all right in the zombie apocalypse. Um, but yeah, we, we'll end the episode here. Thanks for watching. It. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> my